0: following program is paid programming the views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants and nowhere reflect those of the ownership staff or advertisers of wnri welcome to the john DePietro show on 1380 am and 99.9 fm news talk wnri 12.06 12.06 on this Ash Wednesday, also Valentine's. Good afternoon, everyone, all. This is what is fast becoming the International noon Report. It is. Now, right now, it is 12.06 in the east. And I want to welcome, we have people from, really, and I know for many of the radio people, because this is on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. And then you can always listen online at the website, dipetro.com. Uh, We're going to talk with our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd, coming up at 12.20. We're going to break it down. Now, conversely, what are we talking about the latest, this Pawtucket situation? You know, many times, um, if you don't know, I have another, I have two reports coming up. Two reports coming up. And one of them, I believe, through a third party who will go unnamed, we've made contact with some <clears throat> residents in Cranston at the ACI who are saying some pretty bold things and i i was telling one of my sources i want to hear what what they're saying cuz what they're saying is pretty compelling regarding this accused but Let's stay on schedule. And again, if you are watching, now again, watching on our Facebook Live, um, you can type in where you're watching from last night. We had a large number of people from Portugal. We have other countries that are tuning in. Many of you that watch, especially Cranston PD Live, we get people from all over the country. Um, It is the the appeal of the international one. That's exactly what it is. But this is different. There's heavy interest in this uh, in Portugal. And I know that people, I've been getting an inquiries. And that, by the way, there, there's some misinformation out there. I'm going to try to clarify where things are. But I have a, a more details, and they're very, very disturbing, about what happened with this infant in Pawtucket. And I'm going to tell you about it right now. This portion of our program, folks, <clears throat> on this Ash Wednesday is brought to you by A.J. Drywall Plasters Home Improvement. Call them today, 401-323-9252. Are you thinking of doing some painting, remodeling? They can do frame-to-finish basements, acoustical ceilings, new homes, additions, commercial rehabs, painting, remodeling. They do it all. A.J. Drywall Plasters and Home Improvement. Free quote, 401-323-9252. 401 323 9252 AJ Drywall Plasters and Home Improvement, and I share their Facebook page. Now, everyone, <clears throat> we're able to track exactly where it goes. The amount of overseas traffic um, on dipetro.com for this particular story is at a record, and we have two more stories coming up, but the story that they're not telling you, the local news, and we have a lot of new people and what you need to understand, illegal alien charged and murder, protected Pawtucket infant, the regulars are not shocked that this is the only news outlet where we dig in about, well, what is the immigration status? The rest don't. The rest all operate. The rest have their marching orders. Talk about the snow and talk about the bridge, and that's it. We go a little deeper on this to our benefit. So, but you can read the story there, and I have new details, obviously, that we have learned that I'm going to share with you. I also have obtained a police report that is wildly disturbing, and then we're going to talk to our legal expert who will break it down. I know a lot of people are going to be upset about this. Remember, you know, the law is the law. So let's not not get angry with the messenger here. I'll tell you in the outset, this person is not going to prison for the rest of his life. <clears throat> we'll we'll hear from Attorney Dodd. Charges can be upgraded. I have some other questions, but DePetro.com, brought to you by the Coïcid Inn. Two twenty six Cuisin Avenue, West Warwick, lunch, dinner, drinks, and lounge. They're waiting for you at the Coïcid Inn. Now, I also want to clarify. Now, there's a number of supporters of this father. So you have a one-year-old infant. This was Sunday. I feel terrible for the first responders. They were called to this apartment in Pawtucket. They found an unresponsive, non-breathing one-year-old. They attempted to revive the infant who we identified. And I've been communicating with his family, who is in court, because the father... You know, this is one of those mornings I'm glad I didn't go to court. The father was supposed to be in court at nine o'clock. Now they run into different delays. So I was almost going to go, but these things are just so unpredictable. And he still has not or if he is, he's just now being brought into court. So but we were communicating with the uncle. We we gleaned more information there. There was someone last night with one after dark in our chat who was spouting out some things, and it is all proven. Now again, I'm gonna have this all published on petro.com this afternoon. But the police report, it's a little confusing because there's four different adults. There's the father, there's the mother, and then there's two other women that live in the apartment. So one person was in the apartment, Two of the women, including the the mother being one of them, went on Sunday morning to do laundry. And then as she was there, she started receiving texts from the father saying that the little one-year-old infant was no longer breathing. Now, the police are in possession of the texts, and he's not breathing. But on top of that, according to the police report... He said, "Don't tell anyone," but he's not breathing. Now, the initial press release said heavy face lacerations. Excuse me, where the father seemingly? We believe the father. Now, granted, other people there was was punching the one-year-old infant in the face, but we learned from the charges in the uncle that and this is this is rough it is I totally get that it is rough i take no pleasure in reporting this but you deserve to know the truth but that he was actually choking the one-year-old and and there was also he was hitting him in the back so they go on to say that um i i know i saw that the the child oh by the way they were all planning on going to florida today Kissimmee, Florida. They were all planning going on a family trip. They're married. However, they recently discovered, well, the whole thing is a little convoluted with the relationships here. I'm going to stick, skip over that part. I believe I saw that they said that the child had been like a little under the weather. And then it's this frantic where they're, they're trying to reach the other sister, who's back at the apartment, and she had the phone on mute, so she wasn't hearing it. There's also language barriers because things are um, in Portuguese. She stated that he, that the little one year old infant had a cough for about a week, and he went to bed and he was he was not a awake when she went to the laundromat. He usually sleeps typically six to seven hours straight. So um, check in on him. He was breathing warm to touch. But when they come back, if I saw this properly, that the infant was then just on the floor. So the whole thing is just this horrifying phone was on mute. She was sleeping. She didn't realize that they were trying to get a hold of her, Um, came into a room, woke her up. Begin doing CPR compressions. Ah, oh, appeared to be in good health. Um, and again, I'm just. This will all be up on the website, petro.com I also want to be very clear about something, and this is important. Um, I listen. I I have there. There are many of you that follow. We have new people, and then you have people that they just stumble in and they don't know anything. Okay. I, I told you that they were looking at possible full bridge demolition. I said that the full weekend. What what did they then we learn on that Monday? They, they were looking at full bridge demolition. I, I told you about the teacher. We have a pattern in history where we break news on stories. Many of the times, many of the sources I deal with, they for different reasons, they can't go on record. But I am telling you that... In communication with immigration, immigration is looking at the father and the mother. And it's it's very possible. Again, there are different charges. The three women have been charged with child endangerment. The three females. So they were each charge one count of child endangerment. Now the father has been charged with manslaughter and three counts of second degree child abuse and child endangerment. So... I know there are people, and they're very aggressive. He was here legally. Let me explain something. I'm not getting into this dynamic word salad, where if someone overstays a visa, they come into our country, and this happens quite a bit, by the way, and they overstay their visa. Then when they're here, then they're trying to apply and this and that, and let alone now, you know, now they have a child. So I'm not saying if this hadn't happened that eventually down the road that they couldn't have applied and because they have a child and so forth, that they wouldn't be able to say it. What I'm saying is when this happened and as of right now, this guy, I am telling you, is not in the country legally. And these people do all these days, oh, no, he's got the No, wrong. Much like the people that come over, they claim asylum, the migrants and they bust them, you know, in their different parts of the country. They're still not here legally. Uh, granted, they are different than those that literally sneak over the border. But I'll tell you the difference right now, because I don't know how this, this case is going to play out. But many times, and there's a history in the past, and I have followed these cases. Many times they held at the Wyatt Detention Center. They do their time. At the completion of the jail time, whatever the crime is, they're deported You know why they're deported? Because they weren't supposed to be here in the first place. With many of these people, when they commit a crime, they don't just deport them and hope they're going to go to jail in their home country, whatever their country is. So stop with this nonsense. I've already communicated with people that he, he went to school there in Portugal he was not here. I don't care what papers he had, what he was applying for, the argument. We have people at the ACI. They break the law. They do their time at the ACI. They get out and then they live here in the USA, whether it be Rhode Island or they go somewhere else. When you have someone that they do the time and then they're deported, you know, I, I'll repeat, it's because they're not a citizen. So just, I'm, I'm, these people are moronic. And never mind these people like, well, they really don't commit that much more crime than people who are citizens. One crime is too much. Horrible, horrible. So I think people are gonna be surprised. Now, and we'll hear, hear from Attorney Don. Can charges be upgraded? Yes, yeah, sometimes. I also have a question. I wonder if, you know, if there's some kind now is could the mother be deported possibly i don't know people i'll tell you right now people are not going to be happy with what the end result is going to be that much is very very clear this portion of the program before we talk to attorney Dodd, is brought to henry oil call them today hey it's freezing out get your oil tank filled 401-521-0200 service contracts budget plans residential commercial you can depend on Henry Oil, automatic delivery, lock and cap pricing, call them 401-521-0200. Serving most Rhode Island, Southeastern Mass, they're right in Providence. Henry Oil, I also share their Facebook page. But the reason we're going to have Attorney Dodd on is, now again, charges can be upgraded. No, no doubt about it. But I think some people have a misguided notion on... When you're in a blue state, which we are, and what the penalties end up being. So, let's check in with our legal expert, one of Rhode Island's top attorneys. And it is um, joining us right now is going to be attorney Tim. Hey, John. Okay, folks, joining us on the line right now is our legal expert. It is a curtain joining us right now on the line is our legal expert, it's attorney Tim Dodd. Good afternoon, Tim Dodd. Tim, let's talk about this Pawtucket case, what we know so far, and and what the the, the charges are regarding the death of this infant, where there have been four people charged, three women, the mother being one of them, child endangerment. The most serious charges seemingly are for the father. Well, yeah,
1: this is a, a very hot-off-the-media-press um, story where four people have been charged in connection with this death. Uh, right now, it appears to be charges of child endangerment, child cruelty, and um, I believe uh, manslaughter at this point. Um this is all brand new stuff, so we don't have lots of information. But there's, I believe, it's the dad, and then there's three women also charged in in this particular uh, death.
0: Correct. Let's, if we could go through the charges, just every case may be different, but traditionally, just based on your experience, the three women facing a child endangerment traditionally Tim Dodd what is um the penalty for that I would imagine there's no I can't imagine there's a any trial here with the four of them but just what what traditionally would be the penalty for a uh, one count of child endangerment
1: I, I, I don't have this it's a felony uh, I'm not sure if it's up to five or up to 10 years as, as I'm technically I'm in my car right now okay but um depending on whether any of these individuals have previous criminal records it could certainly be a jail case depending on how outrageous the circumstances are for how long was the child endangered how long were these three individuals um, involved in whatever was happening in this house which created the um, situation where this child was put in danger was it were well, they all there for an equal amount of time? Some they're longer, some they're shorter. Um, there's going to be a lot of finger pointing. You can imagine that all these individuals will be pointing the finger at everyone but themselves in terms of trying to push the criminal responsibility onto others. So this case has a long way to go.
0: As far as the father, now the police report that I obtained, Tim Dodd, this is the basic genesis. By the way, before I read it to you, are there cases where additional charges can be brought? A lot of people are upset because the father right now is facing manslaughter and three counts of second-degree child abuse and child endangerment. Um, are there situations where charges can be added or upgraded?
1: Oh yes, clearly this can. The charges here at this juncture uh, can be amended to add additional charges or to upgrade the charges, if you will, to something like second-degree murder from manslaughter. This is not a situation where the state is locked into these particular charges. I would in fact I would expect that the charges will be um, enhanced and additional charges will result from this.
0: This is very early on. Yep. Now here's what we've learned from the police report and also on Uncle Tim Dodd. And folks again, this is the Pawtucket Infant case, one year old, that according to the police report, the mother and this other woman, it's a little unusual of a family of the arrangement living there. But anyhow, so they get up and they, they go to the laundromat near their apartment in Pawtucket. While they're there, the father, according to the police report, texts the mother and says that the little one-year-old son is not breathing but don't tell anyone. She initially, they for some reason, they think he's joking. And then he says, "You know, I swear it's true." They are then trying to reach um, another adult. I believe one of the women, their sister, in the apartment. She's sleeping, won't answer. When they get back to the apartment, um, the little child is there. They they call nine one one. In the press release that went out. They said there was significant bruising to the facial area of the one-year-old. And the father tells us now, or excuse me, the uncle. The uncle tells us that he was in court when the women were brought in. And that because the women were arraigned on Monday, because of the snow, court was closed yesterday. The father was supposed to be in at 9 o'clock for whatever, you know, it's still delayed, I believe, at Garaghi. But according to the uncle, he claims that the father was choking the one-year-old and then he had bruising on his back. He was like beating him in the back. So my question, Tim Dodd, is does that, does this sound like that he would be given bail or does this also sound like that the charges could be upgraded?
1: Well, it sounds like the charges could or would be upgraded and, um, based upon the, um, The child abuse charges, I would see this being either hell without bail or if the court were to put put a sufficient surety bail that perhaps this guy would not be able to meet the bail obligation. But um, the facts are so. unpleasant and horrific and sad, um, I could see this guy being held without bail or with a sufficient surety bail that he can't make
0: it. Now, Tim Dodd, I've also learned from law enforcement that both the father and the mother, that immigration, they're both initially, I believe, or at least certainly he is from Portugal, that immigration has some interest in these two adults. Um, Is that Normally, and I'm not trying to jump all over the place, but they they wouldn't be immigration would not be seeking information if this was someone. My understanding, they wouldn't be seeking that if, in fact, this was a legal U.S. citizen.
1: Well, no, of course, no, they would not be involved if, the, okay. if these individuals were U.S. citizens. If they're here on a green card, for instance, and they get charged with this type of um, Um, These types of charges that can impact their green card status, it can prevent them from getting citizenship. There's a number of repercussions uh, if you're involved in criminal activity while you're here on a visa or a green card and you're not yet a citizen. So that's why they would be interested at this point. If there was to be a deportation or anything like that, that would not occur until after the criminal proceedings had concluded. And yeah. if there was jail, it would not go forward until after any potential sentence was um, was served. So there's, again, a long way to go with this one.
0: Tim Dodd, before we let you go, and again, folks, so speak with our legal expert attorney, Tim Dodd. You know, as I go through this and I'm listening to you, Tim Dodd, so even if the facts of the case play out as it is in the police report, which is seemingly, you know, the father is texting the mother saying he's not breathing. You have a lot of different people in the apartment. As I look at this, um, this could be difficult when you have four adults, and I believe there's even another child. So there was six people, including the infant living here, as far as some of the, the facial bruising um, i mean it is and i'm just it's possible the father could say i you know if no one's talking i didn't do, i didn't do that and you, it would, it may be difficult unless somebody rolls to be able to figure out who was the person responsible for the facial bruising on the infant
1: well, and, and I'm sure there'll be um, an autopsy and a report from the medical examiner's office, forensic, you know, with these fresh bruises, were they a day old, did the baby have, well, the one-year-old have bruises that were brand new, if you will, and were there bruises that were three days old or were there bruises that were seven days old? You know, I think much more will be learned about um the, the potentially depending on what we can learn the frequency of where these injuries were um how old the injuries were how how new the injuries were and you're right you've got a number of adults who would have potentially had the opportunity to assault this um, infant and otherwise harm the infant but if What you're telling me the dad allegedly said when he called and allegedly said, you know, the baby's not breathing.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And the others are all out of the apartment and the other three are all at the laundromat. It kind of takes those three out of contention for being responsible. Right. Whatever led to the baby not breathing. It sounds like it's a one on one situation, which is problematic for the male who was there making the phone
0: call. Hmm. Tim Dodd, finally, you know, it's too early. Um, just to, so people understand, and again, folks, we speak with our legal expert attorney, Tim Dodd. Tim, traditionally, these types of cases do not, traditionally, um, don't go to trial be some kind of depending on how the charges get upgraded, but a lot of people are saying, oh, you know, he should spend the rest of his life in jail for you know, the accusation is that he he killed, whether it was intentional or not, but killed responsible for the death of his one year old son. But most of the time our our justice system doesn't work that way and it's not that he wouldn't this isn't a jail case where he wouldn't do some jail time significant jail time but it's it doesn't sound like based on what we're hearing right now that this is a you know uh life life in prison situation
1: based on what we know today it is unlikely that this would be a life case
0: yeah um and still a long way to go all right folks again he is our uh, legal expert, again, Tim, her, uh, horrific story. A lot of different moving pieces of the puzzle. There's also language barriers, but as I'm, you know, I mean, I, what people don't recognize is then a lot of this has to be proved in court. The father texts the mother, the child. Oh, I had one more question for you. Could that end up being some kind of a conspiracy charge where, according to the police report, he tells the mother, the son is not breathing, but don't tell anyone?
1: Well, that's a request to participate in a conspiracy. Okay. Whether or not the recipient of that request honored the request and didn't report it or didn't say anything, that you know, could be evidence of a conspiracy after the fact of, of the child's death to cover it up. That could be certainly additional criminal charges to both the maker of the request and the recipient. Okay.
0: Folks, again, he is our legal expert attorney, Tim Dodd. Tim, excellent, and we'll talk to you again. Thanks, John. Take care. All right, folks, again, uh, special. I think it's warranted. I think what also, and again, good afternoon, everyone. You're listening to the John DiPietro Show. I think one of the elements that comes out of that that I took the most and gleaned is the fact that uh, additional charges coming or charges potentially being upgraded. So we don't know what, these three individuals, uh, the women now, are going to say, we're learning more details. Initially, someone was saying they were doing laundry in the building. A lot of buildings in the basement have a laundry area. Um, we've since learned in the police report, they were uh, they were at the laundromat as this was going on. I will say last night, there was someone that clearly had um, Information and knew that the mother was at the laundromat and knew initially. I mean, it's hard to fathom, Um, but as I said, and I will have this up uh, this afternoon, where you, you hear that this woman Carla, her and Carolina go to the laundromat. And then she went to the Dollar General to purchase an energy drink. She returned Carolina, the mother, her demeanor had been was very different. And so she asked her what's, what's wrong and said that the father texted her saying, she said, he's telling me my son is dead. He doesn't want me to tell anybody, which is bizarre. So then the woman tries to say, well, you know, he jokes around a lot, but then they they call him call him back and he swears that it's true he's not joking around. Why didn't you tell asked him, why didn't you tell Daniela so she'd go to the ambulance? Um, Carla stated she and Carolina responded back home and found the son on the floor. Carla stayed on the way to the house. She contacted Daniela seven times, but she wasn't answering the phone. Now, what's also missing there is what was the what was the father doing at the time? I think it's interesting, and this is important. And again, it, it, it will be up. I'm not trying to be redundant here, and I apologize it's not yet, but it will be up on the website, petro.com. So they reach him, and... He swore up and down, he's not breathing. Why didn't you tell my sister? And then they responded to the hallway due to a language barrier. She assisted in translating, and then they start to go through the translation of, um, of her trying to get an answer from him. He's not, looks like 920, he's not breathing. Oh, my goodness. And then mentions that the little one-year-old infant had a cough. So then they finally wake up the sister and she um, she had put her, her phone, she had missed, she she was sleeping and didn't know they were trying to get a hold of her. And then at 11 o'clock after the first responders came and the child went to Hasbro, the child was deceased. So. All right, and there's more information, folks. In and, um, and again, the father now, and I, I um, I don't want to. I just want to caution. I'm in, I'm not going to get into this disagreement with people of these people trying to say no. He's a. We we all know. It, it's just. It's so insulting. Um, we all know. It's it's very difficult to. Uh, one of the reasons they all complain about why they you know, come into the country illegally is because all these people complain how difficult it is to become a citizen and the citizenship process is difficult. So for some of these individuals to be claiming, oh, no, he's legal. No, you know, that, That's ludicrous. And I'm glad you heard attorney Dodd saying if he was a legal citizen here, immigration would have no interest in him. I'm telling you, it is like these people have no idea what they're talking about. And I'm not getting into the games of these people that come here and then they have a child. Then they start going through the process. But if you overstay a visa, you come here legally, and this happens all the time, and then it expires. And then while they're here, they're trying to make arrangements to stay here permanently. You're still illegally in the country, period, end of story, so, folks, this portion of the program, and it's needed, and it's brought to you by Just Angels. Now, today is Ash Wednesday. Like many of you, I've not gone as of yet. But there are beautiful items. Folks, if there was ever a time um, where prayer is needed with what is happening in our country right now and in our state especially, it is right now. Justangelsonline.com is the website. There's very meaningful memorial gifts, commemorative gifts. I talk about this a lot. I talk about the power of prayer. I talk about it, it will change your life. I bring this everywhere with me. This is so valuable to me and was given to me uh, from Just Angels. And then, of course, I also carry the Saint Pagrin Medal, Pray For Us, who is the patron saint for all cancer victims. Folks, Just Angels, you know, we, we are lacking leadership and guidance we are surrounded by unfortunately buffoons and people who have um very disturbing intentions but remember you you can take great solace in just angels and online at justangelsonline.com again i share their facebook page well folks good afternoon on this ash wednesday Uh, Is this a disturbing story? Of course it is. It's a very, very disturbing story. And I'm waiting to hear. I'm just relieved I didn't go to court. I was going to go to court. But when they're bringing someone in for an arraignment, various things can happen. And then it doesn't always run on time. So I was communicating with Adri, who was in the courtroom, and they were waiting for him. But so far... uh, we have no update on that so obviously that's something that we're following it is um it is and I also there's a really interesting um interview that I came across and I played it part of it last hour and I am familiar with the work of this individual now we're going to give you the latest on this Patuka case. I don't know what's going to happen to the three women. You heard Tim Dodd say that could be a jail case, depending on that. Um, I, I would think that they would need these three individuals, or at least one of them, to cooperate in this in the charges against the father. Now I am hearing very disturbing information about the accused, the suspect now, the father, because that's what he is, that that he, he was involved with something that happened with a young child in his native land of Portugal. So, and, and there seems to be some dispute over exactly with what happened. So, um, let me just see, okay. I don't one person said he was involved in the death of another child. I have someone else who seemingly knew him well, went to school with him, who told me the older daughters in an institution for children are removed from parents. My point is, because of the policies under the Biden administration and because of the policies of Governor McKee of being a sanctuary state, you you lure these people in here and you put everyone at risk i also want to take exception with there was someone and they're pretty adamant and everyone is entitled to their opinion but i firmly disagree with this notion this person that was saying americans um, you know they commit far more crimes than people that are in the country illegally that that is such a ridiculous statement if if you have Someone that's in the country illegally and they kill someone in a DUI. You don't compare it and say, well, you know, of whatever the number is of, of 25 DUIs. Wow, look at that. Only five of them were in the country illegally. 20 of them are Americans. Wrong. Every crime committed by an illegal is a crime that could have been avoided because they're not even supposed to be here so now look at i I don't know you know we don't know this individual or what is he seemingly according to someone who's very very credible he certainly had a lot of problems but look at what governor mckee causes with this this language barriers as i've said the ones that I, I really feel for are the first responders. This is tough. You're dealing with the, the child's on the floor, and there's language barriers, and uh, people don't know what to do. And a lot of times, then they hesitate to call. Maybe they have they don't want the police where they are. Look, look at this is an example of how these things can spiral out of control. When you have a Governor McKee and a Biden, and by the way, folks, at this point, they're interchangeable to me. Governor McKee is President Biden, and President Biden is McKee. They're both very dangerous. They're incompetent. They don't belong where they are. I want to say this about you're going to know. I should say you're going to notice. I am just so disgusted that this guy is the governor right now. He has no business being there. I'm just going to come on. Listen, he's a clown. And the rest of the gutless media that treat this guy with kid gloves and try to placate him and all. This is moronic, what is going on right now. He doesn't belong there. Dan McKee is, he doesn't, he's a lightweight. He has sold us out. But look at the danger he's putting us in. He he is just. This is disgraceful. The guy really should consider stepping down. Who in their right mind would consider select? You could pick anyone to be your number two. Anybody, and he picks Sabina Matos. Like that. That's that tells straight three right there. I can't even listen to the foolishness. But Brett Weinstein, boy, this guy. Two different groups of quote migrants. Yeah, you have the people coming up from Central America, South America, Mexico, Panama. There's another group, this is someone right there, I've heard about this. And it seemingly is about 30,000 military age China, Chinese men, men from China. And they don't intermingle with anyone. And they have no interest in talking about how they wanna get to America. Some of the other people there, oh, I want to go to America. We're from Venezuela and we're from Uruguay. We're from Honduras. We're from Guatemala. Oh, we're so anxious to get there, blah, blah, blah. You know, we were told you just say that you want to seek asylum. They let you in. Biden said you get in. We want to get, a, you know, we want to go to here or there, Rhode Island. But the 30,000 young Chinese military age men, they don't converse they don't want to talk to anyone. They're not curious, they ask no questions, and they don't want to share any information. That is very frightening. Biden is serving us up to be attacked from within. And I think that's why my vitriol, again, Brett Weinstein, I, I played some of the segment. It's, it's so frightening because look at my, my disgust for McKean Matos. I want to be very clear. It's not that I disagree with them on issues. How can I say this politely? They, they don't, they're clowns. They don't belong there. They stole the election. They promised everything to get in. This is crazy what is happening right now. And I'm calling on, and I'm going to up the level of rhetoric. Because as critical, and I've been the most critical, I don't think I've been tough enough. This guy, he goes on, it's, it's beyond being an incompetent buffoon. He's a dangerous incompetent buffoon. He's not a coach, he's putting everyone in danger. Who in their right mind would vote for these two people? Dan McKee has redefined incompetence. What does it tell you that he says that President Biden is the greatest president of his lifetime? No one thinks that. No normal thinking person thinks that, except he does, and Matos agrees, and is, you know, stooge pal down the dial. It's. This is so beyond the pale of what is happening. McKee is adopting all these failed policies. People are escaping. They're not leaving California. They're escaping California. You know, that's, by the way, that's up next, right? That it's it's all light on criminals and you can shoplift. Dan McKee, his legacy He's a single-handedly is destroying half of the state known as the East Bay, specifically East Providence. And this moronic, oh, it's only a 10 to 15-minute delay, it's, it's disqualifying. And then having us, I mean, the weather threw off what our coverage was going to be. I, I, I have evidence that the illegals are coming in here. He's telling Massachusetts, by the way, we'll take the overflow. We need as much population as possible, keep the population up, keep the two congressional seats. And he's taking our money. He's giving free, free house taxpayer funded housing to those who choose not to work. He's destroying the roads. There's no accountability. This guy has no backbone. Spineless jellyfish. Where was he Monday? Oh wow. People were beating up Alvedi and the other two. Where was McKee? Where was the head coach? Where was their boss? Someone sent me a video of, you know, Rep Chippendale giving Alvedi a hard time. That's JV. Alvedi was, you know, looking at his watch. Alvedi was told by McKee, you're going to go there let them pound you. But at the end of the day, you still have your job. And like, we're just gonna have to put up with their BS right now. That's all it is. This is inmates running the asylum. I, I, we have, this is reaching new levels. People, you know, and people I I sense don't know what to do. Where is the leadership? I think they were too kind. I think they were too kind at the state house. They should have been asking for all of them to resign. They should have been doing, where's McKay? Where are the hearings and oversight hearings with McKay? Where's him and Matos? She's the lieutenant governor. She's his little poodle. He was trotting her out. Pawtucket, Providence, Central Falls on the campaign. Now that I would like to see. Those two incompetent stooges trying to answer questions about the bridge. And I'm so tired of the passive nature of, you know, when Brian Crandall of Channel 10. I want to play it in just a moment, folks. But I want to remind you. AEP Services, they take great pride in installing fences of all kinds. Vinyl, wood, aluminum, chain link. They have experience, quality. A fence can be a great addition to your home or business. Call them today. Free quote, Four zero one two two eight seventy one ninety 228 7190 AEP Services, they're right in Johnston. Residential, commercial, steel, wood, guardrail. Maybe you have a pool, maybe you want a little more privacy. Maybe you have a dog or you want your children to play there. You know, I wish we could send AEP to the border. (laughs) They could help out with the border fencing. Folks, it's something to consider to have a little more protection around your property. And I never thought I would say that. But wherever you are, the crime is going to the suburbs. I think people need to start to think of setting up their property a little bit more like a fortress. You don't know who's going to be cruising in through your backyard, who's going to be coming on your back deck. A fence could keep them out. It's not just for people with uh, pools. Look what happened in Scrinage. That drug addict came to Rhode Island because McKee's legalizing drugs, smashing through their back, sliding glass door. Folks call AEP free quote. 401-228-7190, 401-228-7190, I was speaking to a member of law enforcement yesterday, he said, "One, I mean, all police I know are starting to install fencing around their property because you just don't know who's coming down the street. AEP, I shared that Facebook page, 401-228-7190. I'll tell you where I come down with the rest of the media. Now, granted, this happened two days before my cancer surgery. So there was a member of the media saying, well, why weren't you there? I I think that's a pretty good out. I don't make excuses. Um, I thought people would ask things a little bit differently, but I I, I don't make excuses, but I think that's a valid reason, which was I was on lockdown. You don't want to be around a lot of people, can't afford to get sick. Um, And this happened two days before the surgery, but, and, and there's a point to this. And, and this is because I, I think this is bordering on, you know, I like the fact that that Mayorkas was impeached because he has completely let us down with the border. I would like to see the Republicans at the Rhode Island State House ramp things up against Governor McBreed, or as some people call him Biden, because of his incompetence. So today, again, no public events this is even working today. But this is what I'm talking about, I'm saying this saying that, that took is place, because this Brian of Crandall of Channel of
1: 10. Has there been any discussion of changes at DOT, potential resignation of the director? Yes, yeah, so I'm not going to answer those questions, we're here to talk about an emergency, it's, that's
0: out of line. Okay, so we're here, and then- Who are you to decide what the questions are? You to decide. That's out of line. I'm not answering that, Coach Dan. Uh, I have already indicated that I have full faith in the team that's sitting here and standing here with me and beyond me, uh, and that includes uh, the uh, the leadership at the OT. To acknowledge that people are I'm not going
1: to go further on that.
0: do you acknowledge? I'm, I mean. I'm going to ask you to stay on topic. What with- they offered, a th- they they threatened to throw Crandall out, but here's the part at 1254 that no one talks about is that happened and the rest of the media that was assembled there, no one lifted a finger or did anything. That absolutely should have been the next, what's your question? Next person should have said, I want to repeat the question that Brian Crandall just put. Next question, I want to repeat what he said. God, they backed down to him. I can't stand it. And you know this this foolishness of him. I'm glad John Brian Rep Brian went after this whole foolishness of uh, McGreevey. As
1: you go through that area, uh, what, what's the time frame? Maybe 10, 10 minutes, fifteen minutes. Uh,
0: we understand that's inconvenient. Do you know this morning? It was it was a ninety minute ride. <laughs> ninety minute ride. If if anything, the reason the traffic is going down. It's it's not because their new traffic pattern is working. It's people are giving up. People are not, they're either going really early or very late, or they're not going at all. That's why the traffic's down. So it, it, it has nothing to do with Harriet who came up with the new traffic pattern. And this is so insulting and disingenuous. You're you're, you're, you're traveling uh, clearly. And then if you want to know the you know, if you really want to calculate the inconvenience on a minute, you've got to take an appropriate the same time frame uh, that you would have traveled before the bridge was closed and how long it would get you to you know, get through that. And then you know that number and you and you and you subtract that number from the time frame today. That's where you. Oh, is that what you do? Oh, is that what you do? Gee, no one ever thought of that. Oh, is that what you do, coach? What a condescending. Oh, oh, I get it. Oh, no one's ever thought of that. Oh, is that what you do? Oh, so then you subtract that. Clown. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Texas has a real governor. Florida has a real governor. This, this charade legal legalization of drugs sanctuary state I am so tired of that clown telling oh I'm keeping you safe when did we hear that hey maybe we should go back to wearing masks always keeping us safe you want to talk about the epitome of the Peter principle does not belong in office I don't know what's going to happen. I don't. And I don't even like feeling this way. (laughs) He's in office. He can't be impeached unless he's indicted and convicted. He cannot be recalled. He's not only in office the rest of this year. Thank you for the stars. He's not just in office this year. Folks, again, and I appreciate everyone that um, is watching the noon report. Trent. Those We're trying to give you the latest. You're not going to get it elsewhere. And I'm fine with that. So in um, your way of doing that, someone had asked me, hey, can you post a Venmo? So we posted that. I appreciate all the support. But he's think about this. He's in office all of this year, all of next year and all of 26. And they may still try to rig the election to get him back in for another four years. And I'm not I'm not that can't be taken off the table. Folks, this portion of the show brought to you by JMB Plumbing, Plumbing Repair and Service. You need a dependable plumber. JMB is is the the opposite. It's like the Seinfeld episode. They're the opposite of the McKee administration. McKee is incompetent, JMB is competent. McKee is undependent. They're, you can't depend on them. JMB you can depend on. Call JMB Plumbing 401-743-9153. And the owner Jim. And Danielle, they're not playing cards with the mother, so you can call them at any time. 401-743-9153, JMB Plumbing. Again, I share their Facebook page. Folks, it's 1259. We are going to do Facebook Live later. I have a lot of new postings going up on Petro.com. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. Attorney Tim Dodd, we have another hour to go on the radio show and 1380 99.9 if I have a listen online at the website tobitro.com WNRI win socket w260 dc W-N-R-I.